You are listening to the Musician Today weekly podcast with Vera Bermenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Musician Today. We have one of our amazing guests back, Chloe Trevor. Yay! And today's a special episode because we've already had Chloe on the show, so you already know her history, that she's an amazing performing artist, she's an award-winning concert violinist, she has built her own music camp at Chloe Trevor. Um, was it Music Academy? Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe Trevor Music <laughs> Academy. <laughs> and uh, she's had an amazing season so far at the camp. Um, now we have something new to share with you. Today is going to be all about her new projects. It's going to be about her beautiful Christmas CD with 92 Keys and an awesome, awesome Halloween contest for you guys. <laughs> the contest is basically that we are trying to get one of Chloe's videos to a million views by Halloween. And it's the song that you all have seen and you love it. It's Dance Macabre. It's the Halloween song. It's the epic Halloween song. So you have to go ahead to your her YouTube, um, find Chloe and look up Dance Macabre and go ahead, like it and share it with your friends. So if we win this, we all win something. <laughs> We basically have won the Halloween if we're doing this. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay, so again, before we go on, I'm going to just give you a little breakdown that you can find Chloe on her Instagram, which is originally where I met Chloe too, four or five years ago. <laughs> you can find her on Chloe Trevor Violin. You can find her on Facebook at Chloe Trevor Violin. You can find her on YouTube at Unicorn Stars. And you can well, find... You can- Chloe Trevor. Yeah, you can just look up Chloe Trevor. Oh my god, we have Himiko. (laughs) If you put youtube.com slash Chloe Trevor, it'll still come up. Yes, yes. amazing. Okay, hello. (laughs) I love it how you both have red accents in your hair. I know, right? (laughs) Amazing. Okay, and you can also find Chloe on her website at chloetrevor.com and all of the links to uh, download and pre-save her upcoming album that you're gonna hear a little teaser from today it's um a christmas album that is just super super awesome and you guys are gonna hear two songs today so i'm excited to share them all right chloe welcome back how are you doing today pretty good yay awesome okay (laughs) so uh congratulations on your residency in california are you excited (laughs) to go and see them yeah like going there my first um leg of the residency this week mm-hmm. at River uh, California Baptist University in, in California. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be teaching private lessons, master classes, doing outreach in the city youth education programs. Amazing. And with the orchestra. Yay. Okay. So uh, I guess you're driving out soon, eh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, and because we are all about holidays today, um, can you tell us though, how did you, is there like a certain process to getting a residency or finding a residency or like applying to residency? Like how did you come out to be a resident artist? Is there a story behind it? In the music world, uh, as most things are kind of about and stuff, mm-hmm. which is what I tell students and people like. Um, the most important thing about being college is making sure that you make people because people that are going to help you here, that you're collaborating, with, working with. So don't just go to college um, to practice and straight A's and stuff. Yes, do that. Emphasis on making connections with people, which is what I didn't do for my grad. And I really, rec- um, although I still made an impression on people, like with my concerts, but I feel bad that people, you know, kind of connected to me, but I didn't recuperate necessarily. So mm-hmm. it's a kind of awkward feeling that I don't like. Um, I worked a lot harder at making connections and friendships in my master's, which has been good. Um, but this is uh, an example of that because I 
this residency through my good friend Dean Moon, who's a conductor, nice. and who I actually got to know him also through other people, uh, other people that knew me, knew of me, knew about me. And and a few years ago, he was looking for um, a violin soloist to play with his orchestra in East Texas, and yeah. he asked a bunch of people, and they all gave him my name because he was asking for not only you know a good musician but someone that um that they felt was like a good person that represented you know his kind of morals and ethics and things like that someone that get along with and stuff and we really connected on a lot of those on a lot of those levels so uh you know we played that first concert together and then we played a couple of other concerts together and then he helped me get a venue for the Chloe Trevor Music Academy and I had him um, at both years at the Academy as one of our conductors and when he started teaching at California Baptist you know he was basically building um, his own he's building up the orchestra program you know Mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm. kind of from the ground up a bit so he's getting to choose you know who he wants to bring in from various places and he and the um, head of the music department and, and people have been asking me if I would be interested in coming there to teach in some capacity. So mm-hmm. uh, they actually invited me to come do this residency and we'll see like how that goes this year mm-hmm. and how it expands over the next couple of years. Cause I think they want me to be there probably more than just four weeks out of the year. And we'll see how that kind of goes, um, you know, this year into next. But again, it's like just working hard, uh, being kind to people, making connections, fostering those connections, you know, mm-hmm. don't just play mm-hmm. a concert with someone and like, let yes. it go, like yes. keep in touch, um, mm-hmm. you know, just be genuine and everything. And that's kind of how it came about for me. So amazing. Well, it's no surprise. <laughs> we all love what you do. And you you have such a powerful connection with people like even like we only met at our podcast, but I feel like we've known each other for a long, long time. <laughs> and if it wasn't for Chloe's videos, guys, I probably would still think that Instagram is just for showing your puppy photos and food. <laughs> hey, there are some pretty like awesome puppy accounts, yes. you know, where it does pictures of puppies yes. and those still rock, but yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> awesome. Okay, why don't we have a listen to a little teaser? from Chloe's upcoming CD, which you guys can actually pre-save on Spotify. So yes, it's called 92 Keys it. Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and the cover is beautiful. I'll be showing it later today. <laughs> so here we go, here's Joy to the World. Thank you. 
Awesome. It's so magical. <laughs> oh, thanks. So how did you guys record this? Do you actually have a full orchestra and it's all live recording? Um, there was a full orchestra. You want to know all of the secrets behind? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe some, just some, just to give us like a taste. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, the parts are, because of miking and mm -hmm. everything, the parts are actually recorded separately. Yeah. So my part is recorded individually. I did all the recording for the CD within, uh, I want to say three days. <laughs> wow. It was a total of days of recording, which was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and then the orchestra recorded in two parts strings and the winds and brass mm -hmm. so like in the morning the string all right yeah in the morning the strings came and did everything in the afternoon the winds and brass came and did everything um so it's a little weird to like think that it is actually put together that way but it yeah. sounds still really good which is neat you yes, know because it sounds you, very light. you uh, like we record my part and then the conductor has his part in mm -hmm. his my part in his ear so that when he's conducting it makes sense with what i'm doing you know yeah <laughs> um, it was a really intense, crazy process. And we also <laughs> actually recorded, uh, we filmed two music videos mm -hmm. that I think one of them is going to, what did, I think one of them is going to be released this week. So October 25th? If, I need to find out if it's before <laughs> the 25th. I should have, actually, you know what? Let me ask him really quick. So Just I can... follow Chloe on YouTube and you won't miss it. Ring the bell. Okay. You'll get notified uh, when it comes live. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I know, right? Um, Can't wait. It was so beautiful looking at your Instagram I, stories. I'm really excited for the videos. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I've seen them, obviously, and I'm really excited about them. Like, <laughs> it seems really magical. Cool. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be amazing. Um, By the way, I'm happy with the cover that you chose. I know there was like a voting process. I like that yeah. one too. <laughs> you know what's funny about the cover a little bit? The dress that I'm wearing in the cover was given to me by an Instagram friend. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, do you know Green Case Girl on Instagram? I've seen her. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen her. So she actually just sent me that dress. Oh, wow. She was like, she asked me, She's like, I think this will fit you, and I don't wear it anymore. Do you want it? And I was like, uh, yes. And it's this amazing, wow. like, teal green mm -hmm. dress, obviously green case girl, you know, Beautiful. and I love yeah. that color. And so when we were doing the music videos and photo shoots and stuff, I just brought, like, an assortment of six dresses or something, and that mm -hmm. was one of the ones we tried. And we just thought it, like, worked really well for that cover shot. And so I'm like, oh, and it has, like, an Instagram connection because it's from Green <laughs> Which I thought was really cool because it just kind of ties yeah. in with the whole, um, you know, kind of mission on Instagram mm -hmm. and social media and everything. Or just, like, being really inclusive and everything. So I thought That's that was neat. amazing. Such a cute treat, eh? <laughs> so there you go, guys. Uh, keep in touch with your Instagram friends. You never know what you're going to get next. Maybe they'll send right. you a dress or like a mermaid tail or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I want to say, um, I know you already mentioned about the pre-saves, but mm -hmm. I just want to like also yeah, emphasize yeah, we ahead. are trying to get to a thousand pre-saves by Ooh. October 25th. Yes. And um, we are around in the high 700s right now so mm -hmm. we're almost there that's pretty it's kind close. of like me with my my dance macabre video yeah. trying to get we're close million to high <laughs> 700,000 you know so it's kind of simple. um yeah we need to get to a thousand because mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. launch day is actually super important on spotify like if yeah. there are a ton of pre-saves and a ton of people mm -hmm, listen mm -hmm. within the first 24 hours it just like sends like crazy magic out into the Spotify yeah. algorithm and the Apple music algorithm and everything. Mm -hmm. So like, please, please, please pre-save the album. Um, you Can know, they like, find you it on your website, chloetrevor.com? Uh, go to the 92 keys website. Okay. Go to 92 keys, keys guys, pre-save okay. the album. It's going to be amazing. Let's make the magic yeah. happen this season. <laughs> and you don't have to do anything except like, pre -save. just click the button yeah. and, I think you have to like log into Spotify. Yeah, I think I did that. I'll check it. if I There's did. Eight, 
There's an API call that has mm-hmm. you log in, but it's totally safe. Like I know some people look at it and they're like, what is this thing that's asking me to log in? It's literally, it's fine. <laughs> it's just log into your Spotify and then it just like, that's, you have to do that mm-hmm, so that it mm-hmm. can like pre-save it for you. But Yay. it's really easy. Amazing. So please do that. Yes, you go ahead, guys, do that. <laughs> just, please, just tell us that you want it. That's it. Yes. Awesome. So, and don't forget to go ahead and like uh, Dance Macabre video on YouTube, right? So the date's coming up. Halloween is in two weeks. I think we can get like a couple hundred thousand in there in two weeks. What do you guys think? Let's do it. Yes. Share I mean, it with your friends. I think it's, I think it's totally doable. That's yeah. the thing. It's just getting the, the reach out there. You know, we've been... Like, if you want to know the numbers, we're averaging about mm-hmm. 5,000 views a day. That's great. That. The problem is we need 20. <laughs> Go, guys. Go ahead. Because share there's it. 11, like 11 it. days left, and we mm-hmm. need just over 200,000 views, which is about two, twenty to 21,000 views mm-hmm. on the video a day. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's totally doable if everyone kind of, it. like, is proactive and just takes three minutes Yes. To send an email blast to their mm-hmm. friends or to post about it on Facebook or Twitter or somewhere mm-hmm. that you can share the actual link. So if you go to my Instagram profile and click on the link in my profile, that will take you to the video. Just copy the link and send it to everyone you know. Yay. And I really think like the power of numbers, you know, exponential numbers mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. one person sends it to five, those people send it to five. Like yep. we can get there fast as long as just take like one one to two minutes to Absolutely. do that and i think, I think really we really can cool. uh, so i send it like to two thousand of my email lists already <laughs> so yeah, hopefully it's, it's people gonna will be the four pass it on year yeah. it's gonna be the four year anniversary of uploading Yay. the video amazing so that's kind of why it's like a it's kind of special to me because honestly the posting of that video was kind of the beginning of my whole Instagram, social media mm-hmm, mm-hmm. career. And so it kind of like just ignited this flame that went kind of crazy. And I was like, whoa, I didn't expect this wow. response, you know. Uh, it's been, it's, it's gotten me a lot of concerts, a lot of attention. And I just thought, you know, it's always good to have goals for things and yes. try to like, see what kind of community you can draw together and and support each other and I was like man you know I have I have enough followers that if just every single one of them mm-hmm. watched the video twice we'd be done That'd be it. I know <laughs> so I'm like, like let's look at the power of numbers here and like mm-hmm. see what's possible and I was just curious to see if it would be possible to get there it's a it's a big goal like it's right. it's pretty intense I'm asking for a lot I think but I totally think that it's doable, so mm-hmm. I'm just putting an appeal out there to anyone. If you want to watch a cool video, listen to a good Halloween piece, and watch some ballet, and watch Yay. some good cinematography, and That's share beautiful. it with your friends. You I know mean, what? I find curious. The dancer in it kind of looks like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I almost did the dancing myself. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I was... If we'd had more time to put it together, I probably would have. Nice. Because I did ballet for like 15 years, and I was really serious with it, um, which is the reason that I wanted to put a dancer in the video. Um, And and it's funny, like, I don't think I... I haven't told you the story of how that video came together, did I? I don't think you did. No, last time, no. (laughs) The the way that this video came about was really random. Uh, even the recording itself was mm-hmm. random. So what happened was Jonathan and I were playing concerts together, and we had put together this Halloween recital mm-hmm. uh, where we'd kind of put together this skit with costumes and all these different things, and uh, and we were, like, finding all of these Halloween pieces to play. And so there was a small event that we were supposed to play at in early October mm-hmm. and through a whole series of miscommunications not on Jonathan's part um, we I don't know how to say we missed it we didn't <laughs> miss it, though it came like a day early mm. or something like they told us a day of the week but it was the wrong day of the week mm-hmm. and 
and we came on that day of the week, but they actually, I don't know, it was something, I can't remember if it was a date or a day of the week, but they gave us wrong information. Oh, wow. So like, we went there on Thursday at the time, they asked yeah. when they actually want us to be there on Friday, and we're like, well, we're not available on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, the whole thing just kind of, like, fell apart, and we were like, oh, man, but we already, like, got this whole program ready and learned yeah. the answer and everything. And so, uh, I think Jonathan had just recently gotten these new microphones, and mm. so we were like, well, why don't we just for fun try recording it because we already learned it so why not so we literally took an afternoon and just recorded dance macabre in his living room nice (laughs) and we put it together we're like you know what this actually sounds kind of good it sounds amazing i had been thinking about starting to do music videos for a while i had put one together i think the year before my blessed assurance video Mm -hmm. um that you may have seen and that was kind of a similar thing where I just recorded something in a living room and put multiple parts together and then Mm -hmm. um went out and recorded that our arboretum in Dallas and put that video together so it was very like "Ah, I just want to start doing music videos but I don't know how kind of thing you know yeah that's true and so I had actually wanted to do more of them but it wasn't happening and then we were like, well, we have this recording, so we have no real excuse to not do a video, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so our friend, uh, our mutual friend Oliver, was kind of dabbling in uh, cinematography stuff. He's actually the mm-hmm. one that recorded my Blessed Assurance too, but that was a year nice. before, and like all new equipment and everything. Which it's a good video, but the Dance Macabre is definitely a lot better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was like, oh well, I can record it for you if you have like an idea of what you want to do. And so I started brainstorming storming all these things and honestly at first all that we were going to do um I think we had gotten uh permission to use the chapel at the church where half of the video is actually recorded Mm -hmm. and um except we didn't use the chapel in the video we used the garden (laughs) outside of it but we got and we were going to use the chapel and then all that we were going to do was just do a kind of funny video that was similar to our other funny skits where we just took all of the Halloween costumes we had and then like <laughs> kept changing them throughout mm-hmm. the video. And that was going to be the whole thing. Oh, nice. <laughs> but on two, what was it? Two nights before we started, before we had decided to start filming, mm-hmm. I was putting this together in my head and I, one of the costumes that I had that I use for Halloween sometimes is some, one of my ballet outfits. Mm-hmm. And when I was imagining in my head the changing between costumes, I kept imagining that ballet costume. And in my mind, the like me as the ballerina, the ballerina kept like going off stage and then starting to dance like mm-hmm. separately. And I couldn't get that out of my head. And it mm-hmm. kept like it kept going and going with this whole thing where it changed into a totally different storyline. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't make it stop. And I was just like, <laughs> hey. I have this crazy idea now. Like, I I, con- I got in touch with Jonathan and, and Oliver and was like, you guys, I have this insane idea for a video, and it's actually amazing, but I have no idea how we're going to put it together. <laughs> yes. It's going to require a dancer. It's going to require multiple venues and, um, like, all of this kind of different stuff happening. And so I was like, I don't... But they were both very supportive, and they were like, Mm -hmm. you have a fleshed-out idea. We need to make this happen. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh. So I put out (laughs) a deal on Facebook, and I just said, does anybody – this?" and I was thinking, like, I could do the dancing myself, but then I was like, no, it's too crazy. It's already hard enough to put the whole thing together in, like, one day. Um, So I put on Facebook a status. I've gotten a lot of help through Facebook status (laughs) before, just – like as an FYI is kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, does anybody know a dancer who would be willing to be in a music, a classical music video in like 36 hours? <laughs> and I love those last respond- minute gigs. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's really funny who responded to me was my babysitter from when I was like four years old but she was actually my mom's violin student at the time and Mm. she also babysat me so like there was this whole connection and we're friends on Facebook and she was like oh I know um this girl Ivy that dances and she goes to Dallas Mm -hmm. Baptist University Mm -hmm. and I was oh man so I reached out to her and she was totally up for it and I was like are you serious this is really like (laughs) 
it's kind of crazy. And she's like, no, it sounds like a lot of fun. So we met like later that afternoon. I told her my whole vision for it. Mm -hmm. We talked about costumes and makeup and all of this. And then we got together the next day and filmed the video. Nice. Well, you know what they say, all the genius ideas come to you like out of nowhere, right? (laughs) Oh, it was so crazy. And we we ended up filming from like, I think 10 10 a.m until like 9 p.m. at night mm-hmm. and so we did like the first half in the black box theater where yeah. it's me and Jonathan playing um and then we went to my church and filmed the rest of it outside in the garden and everything took a lot longer than it should have because we're all new at this and none yeah. of us do it like professionally like the, the video part mm-hmm, of it you know mm-hmm. so we're like trying to figure out lighting and the generator's not working and the camera's not working <laughs> like all these things like had so many problems yeah. you would not believe it. it was the most stressful thing ever and and we got it all recorded before we had to get out of the church by nine o'clock Yay. which was so stressful and then <laughs> And then we had like 10 days to edit and post the video, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. was a new thing for me also, because I'd never really fast. edited a music video before. Yeah. Um, and so Oliver was kind of like teaching me how to do it and everything. <laughs> and I got more and more used to like the controls and how things worked and, and syncing up the audio and the video and all this and mm-hmm. the different transitions and how stuff would work. It took so long. <laughs> And I really wanted to have the video posted earlier than we did, but it just, like, was not happening. And then the last few days that we were trying to get it ready, it kept, like, not working when we exported the video. And we couldn't figure out why. Like, we would (laughs) export it, and for some reason it would take, like, hours to export. Oh. (laughs) And, And then once it was done, we watched it, and there were, like, things wrong in the video Mm -hmm. like black screens appearing out of nowhere Mm -hmm. or different stuff that was like it wasn't correct yeah and we were like why is this happening i don't (laughs) understand like why is this happening so stressful and we kept trying to fix stuff and like searching like why stuff was happening and re-editing everything Mm -hmm. and changing all of like the colorings and oh my gosh then we had like one more chance it was like 3 a.m Mm-hmm. on Halloween like oh. it was like October 31st <laughs> like midnight you know and then yeah. I got to 3 a.m it was finally when I finished and mm-hmm. I was like sitting at Oliver's house like with Jonathan we were up there like <laughs> fixing everything and like Oliver like on the bed and we were just like oh my gosh finally finished it clicked export and I was like we just have to go and pray because <laughs> I have no more control over this like if yeah, this didn't work then that's it Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so Oliver texted me in the morning and was like, it worked Yay. at like 9 a.m. And Woo. I was just like, are you serious? <laughs> and so like he sent me like the file and everything. And mm-hmm. then I like got it all ready and I uploaded it. I don't remember. It was like 945 or something on Halloween morning. And it worked. <laughs> and that was like, I think one Amazing. of those times, you know how like you get really stressed out? Like yeah. when you're like getting papers for school or oh, something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like. It was like that, but maybe worse. And I was just like, ah, am I going to do, you know, like, the deadline and everything? It mm-hmm. was so crazy. So I don't, again, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself now, being like, let's see if we can get to a million views by Halloween. It's kind of a similar thing. Let's now do like it. Deadline, Speaking of which, but... I feel like we now have to play Dance Macabre. And while we're playing, you guys have to go on Chloe's YouTube and like and share the video. Okay, I think we have a deal. <laughs> you guys ready? Share it on... Uh, Twitter, share it. Share on everything. Text your friends. Like, just yes. copy the link and text it to your friends. I think that's you know the what best else thing I do it. that I think works? I share your profile on Instagram in my stories and a little piece of a video. And a lot of people have been watching that. So go ahead, do that too, guys. Because uh, the video's in your link. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. So we got it. All right, here's Dance Macabre. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was beautiful. I love the crisp sound on your violin. And I realized it got darker in Toronto, so I look like a creepy ghost. <laughs> it's Halloween for us already. <laughs> so, yeah, that was beautiful. Every time I listen to it, I, I hear something new in it. And it's like this time I hear, heard more of the bass. And when I listened to it on my phone the other day, I heard more something else. It's, it's amazing how that comes through. So yeah, it's a great sound quality, even though it was in the living room. <laughs> no, it sounds amazing. Like, I was so, we were really blown away. I mean, his, his condo has pretty good acoustics for like, mm -hmm. you nice, know, nice. being in a recording studio or a church or something like that. <laughs> uh, his good friend, um, who's a recording engineer, mastered it for us. And it just like, he really did a great job with it. So it was pretty pretty fantastic i was happy putting that together Yay. amazing so um <laughs> i wonder uh how like what would be your process on putting together generally a piece of music like um, if you're recording something something existing right so what would be the biggest challenge when you are recording this kind of you stuff mean like yeah. a new album yeah 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 <laughs> The biggest challenge is probably, I mean, and this is for me talking in terms of doing an entire album because that's mm -hmm. the way that I'm going to be thinking about doing most things like that, mm -hmm. um, is getting all the pieces ready um, to be able to record in kind of like the shortest time frame possible because mm -hmm. you don't want to spend like an entire day recording each piece, you know? Yes. Um, when we, we recorded our album Immortal in 2014, I think. I love that um, one, yeah. <laughs> and I think we did that in two days. Um, I mean, they were like long sessions on those two days, mm -hmm. but it's still like we made sure we did everything in two days because otherwise, you know, you start getting into... Oh my gosh, it's so much like yeah, yeah, overwhelming. It, it becomes really expensive, and then just scheduling is crazy. So like, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, if you can afford it and you can do more days, good on you. But I think for your own peace of mind, it's actually better to be able to do it in fewer days because you don't want to spend an entire day recording one piece. Like you'll just drive yourself crazy. Yep. Um. So that comes with its own set of challenges. Like you have to make sure that the pieces you're choosing. Mm -hmm. you're able to record them all in two days. And that's kind of the um, challenge that I'm coming up with right now because I've been trying to put t put together a new album of virtuoso pieces. Mm -hmm. like, okay, if they're going to be like really technical, intense pieces, I got to make sure that I can play them all <laughs> multiple times in a yes. two-day span, right? Exactly. Um, so picking your pieces really carefully so that you don't kill yourself and you make sure that you have the stamina <laughs> through them. Mm -hmm. Um and then just knowing how to record, like what order to do them in. Um, I remember when we started recording Immortal, I made sure that I we started recording with like the piece that was kind of like the simplest and that I was the most comfortable with so that I could just like feel warmed up, you know, and not feel like I'm mm -hmm. getting into something uncomfortable from the very beginning. So like having a plan that way and then... Um, having a strategy for like, you know, are we going to record this by playing through it 10 times or are we mm -hmm. going to play through it twice and then do take two halves and record each of those halves like five times or, you know, what's the plan? Like having a plan that way, because mm -hmm. you, like I said, you just drive yourself crazy yeah, and you can true. get <laughs> over actually having too much, mm -hmm. um, material. And now I, I always err on the side of like I'm I'm afraid that I'm gonna have too little because yeah. I've run into that problem mm -hmm. a couple of times where like we only had maybe three takes of one spot that I'm like <laughs> needed like two more takes of it because it's just like yeah. our, well our problem that we ran into actually was that there was background noise oh. because we recorded in a church and so every so often a train goes by or a truck goes by <laughs> or a motorcycle goes by or something and you just you completely lose that take oh, no. because so we had two problems we had that and then there was something <laughs> with one of the pedals on the piano that it kept creaking 
Oh. And so, like, <laughs> had to eliminate any of the tracks that had creaking pedal or had some sort of, like, you know, truck driving by. And so suddenly we're left with, like, a whole, like, lot less material. Yeah. Wow. And that was frustrating. So we ended up recording a lot of the album from, like, 10 p.m. to 3 in the morning just because there were fewer cars on the road at that time. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it, there's this whole set of challenges. Like, you just need That's to true. have a plan. And when you're going into a recording project like that for the first time, it's always really scary because you have no idea mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. it's going to be like. Um, and then the whole part of editing the tracks was mm-hmm. another, oh, my gosh. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's usually the oh, most painstaking. Really, we'd be like, this is perfect. Oh, we can't use that because there's a truck. Like, uh, ah! <laughs> like, you know, if there's a truck, let it go by a couple more times and make it a special effect. You <laughs> can, like, get rid of those problems by using mm-hmm. a recording studio, but then you run into, like, I mean, it can cost, yeah, you know, $100, $200 an hour to yeah, use a recording yeah, studio. So, you know, if you have the money to do that, fine. But most of us don't. <laughs> I think a lot of people seem to think that I have a lot of money based on the things that they ask me for. <laughs> like, ask me if I'll send them new instruments or if I'll do this for them or if I'll, like, buy them plane tickets. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm a musician and I don't have any money. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's true. And also, many people don't realize how expensive it is to actually produce a video, even if the way yeah. that you did it kind of, like, on your own budget, like, people just helped, just volunteered their service. Still, there's so much to pay for. The tools, the technology, and even just the time, the editing time. You want to be the able to, was, yeah. yeah. It was a very relatively inexpensive project. I think I paid the dancer probably the most because <laughs> I wanted to make sure that she was, yeah. like, paid well for her time, you know, because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oliver Jonathan and I were obviously like um, volunteering our time, but then we had to pay for use of the venues mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and for some of the equipment and then hair and makeup and everything. But I mean, that even in itself, I think, came to like a thousand dollars to produce it, you know? Mm-hmm, and yes. that was cheap. Like, that was really cheap to yes, put this video yes, together. Yes, yes. Um, you can run up like five, six thousand dollars just for a videographer. <laughs> I can feel that now. I'm producing two videos. One of them's coming out on Halloween too, and it's with Bridget. It's gonna be oh, so yeah? fun. Yeah, are, with are zombies. You the surprise. It's well. It's kind of like people know about it, but they don't know what it's gonna look like. So. <laughs> <laughs> have you said what piece it is or yeah it's a um, cover of Lindsay Sterling's underground but we're mm-hmm. going like actually underground in like a tunnel oh. <laughs> with ripped yeah. up clothes and blood all over it <laughs> so yeah I can't wait it's gonna be so cool okay guys go ahead like the video go to check out Dance Macabre on Chloe's YouTube um check it on Instagram just- I think if you just put in Chloe Trevor on YouTube, yeah, Chloe Trevor, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. like the first one of one of the first videos of mine that comes up. So you mm-hmm. can put in Chloe Trevor violin, you can put in Chloe Trevor, and literally just yeah. the word dance, mm-hmm. and it'll come mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. No matter how you spell it, it'll yeah. come up. So it's really <laughs> to find. Be like, I don't know where the link is. Just literally search my name. Yeah. And it's really I've had easy. the pleasure of misspelling it like five times this week. And how how many ways can you misspell dance? But I did it. <laughs> There goes points for creativity. (laughs) So since that video came out, that was four years ago, right? What would Mm -hmm. you say kind of like happened like in your career? What would be the main thing that changed the kind of like lesson out of all of this? So since we're coming back to this video, kind of like a concluding a cycle, right? What would you say has changed the major thing? Well... That making that video was really a huge leap of faith. Like I said, mm-hmm. um, it was very last minute, very, we don't know what we're doing kind of thing. And I am the kind of person that I, I procrastinate or I wait or I don't start projects because I don't feel ready. You know, mm-hmm. I'm that kind of person that I'm like, no, I can't do this until like, I really know what I'm doing or mm-hmm. until I'm prepared. And cause I'm, I don't know if that's like a fear of failure or if it's just like a perfectionistic tendency or mm-hmm. like what it is exactly. But I'm like, 
I don't want to do something unless I know that I know that I know what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that video was kind of a lesson for me that told me you can't do that. If you have an idea, you just have to do it and mm-hmm. learn along the way, which I feel like maybe it was kind of how I was raised or how, like, it's kind of like in the classical music world, you're, like, taught not to do that you're taught not to go into something unless you're ready Mm -hmm, you know like mm -hmm. don't perform this piece until you've practiced it for two years or like don't do this don't learn along the way that's irresponsible right and so like I had this just thing in my head this impression that's like you can't that's irresponsible to do you can't do that that's wrong you know Mm -hmm. um and I had to learn through this whole process that no it's it's if you put care into what you're doing, even if you're not ready, if you put care and effort and time and sincerity into something, it's okay if you learn while you're doing it. And that was kind of what I had to learn and what I'm still kind of learning like with YouTube because for years I've been saying, I want to grow my YouTube channel. I want mm-hmm. to start putting out teaching videos. I want to start putting out new music videos, like doing all this stuff. Me too. And I keep being, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Or being mm-hmm. like, I haven't gotten my new, like, house yet because I've been, like, you know, now I own the entire house. But, like, I've been wanting to move to, like, a townhome or something and be able to create a, a studio yes. that I could film. And I kept being, like, I don't have a studio to film in. I don't have this. I don't have the equipment. I don't have whatever. And so, literally, it's been years that I've put off doing this stuff. And so, like, I'm still learning this lesson, but I've been learning it better. There have been a lot more projects, like, starting the camp. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. doing some concerts that I didn't necessarily feel I would be prepared for, where I just had to kind of be like, just do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Don't worry about it. Like, if you feel passionately about doing something, you mm-hmm. just have to go ahead and figure it out while you're doing it, which is really scary. Sure. You just have to trust that it's going to work out. Yeah. And sometimes things are crazy, and sometimes things go, like, not the great, like, with the editing, we were like, oh, my God, is it going to work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's it's not going to happen if you don't try. And you're never going to be prepared. That's true. You're like you're never going to be 100% prepared. And I think I think a lot of that now is it's changing and I think it's because social media has become such a huge part of our lives mm-hmm. as musicians that it never was before, right? Before yes. it was just like you get ready, you learn the pieces, you play the concerts and it was very kind of like this is how <laughs> yeah. this works. But now it's been changing so much. The industry is changing so much. It's just like everything is experimental. Everything is new. Everything's coming up mm-hmm. with new stuff. So it's like you almost can't even be prepared if you wanted to be because everything's changing all the time. That's so true. get that in your head, <laughs> in your head, and just go do the thing. Yeah, you know. That's true. Um, and so for me, that's looked like starting. The Chloe Jeffrey Music Academy. Mm-hmm. It's looked like doing a bunch of projects, recording. I, I didn't feel like I was ready to do the immortal recording. Um, <laughs> I didn't feel like I was ready to do the Dance My Cop recording. Yeah. I didn't feel, honestly, like I was really ready to do the 92 Keys Adele video that mm-hmm. we did. Oh, um, so beautiful. I love or, it. <laughs> the Christmas album. I didn't feel like I was ready for that either. None yeah. of these things. I didn't feel prepared for any of them. Mm-hmm. That's true. I feel like you can never be fully prepared, right? right. Like, I'm trying to prepare for every podcast, but something always does go wrong. (laughs) You just know. No one can know what life is going to throw at them. So, um, I've always, you know, I get, like, I can sometimes get really anxious before one of these new things starts. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know how to prepare for this. And then I get into it and you just do it. And it just it works or part of it doesn't work and it's okay. The rest of it works, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. Um, and like I said, as long as you put care and effort and your time and dedicate yourself to making it successful, it will be. If you just throw it together without like intentionality and, (laughs) you know, really believing in yourself and like putting a lot of care into it, then it, You'll probably still do it. It might not be super successful, though, because it looks sloppy. Yeah, right? that's true. That's true. Um, 
there has to be a fine line. Like I have some friends that are amazing composers, but they tend to sit on their songs for way too long. And when I worked with them on something, I was like, okay, I know you want it perfect, but if we don't get it done by tomorrow, we're not going to get it done. So it's better done than perfect. <laughs> totally agree. Remember, like stories about Mozart writing some pieces like the night before they were prepared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some of, them might be, some of those might be legends and not actually mm -hmm. true, but I think some of them are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I imagine I mean, so. It yeah. kind of it goes along with the same thing, like the whole what is it, the Leonard Bernstein quote of like, um, you need for success you need two things: a plan and not enough time. Yeah, that's true because it pushes so you. The plan, yeah, and I think that go along with feeling unprepared. You can translate not enough time to feeling mm -hmm. unprepared. Mm -hmm. If you think of it that way, I think that helps. But the having the plan—that's what I mean. Like you can't go into it without a plan. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you have to be fully prepared. It just means you have to have a plan of what you, you want to do. That's true. I find it's the same with me. When I go do something, I like to have a plan. I guess it also comes from a classical upbringing. So I like to have everything thought through and the final vision in my head. But then eventually we end up changing everything. And that's okay too. But as long as you have a plan and I go into the studio with a plan, that that's good for me. So I feel at peace. Like I've done my part and the rest is more like together we have to figure it out right right so yeah I, a lot of the you know best genius ideas or compositions or things tend to come up at the last minute anyways you know yes, I, mean, yes, yes. The Christmas album, I think was similar <laughs> like you know we were still making editing changes to the music the night or sometimes the day of the recording we're just you know tweaking stuff, making it mm -hmm. um, better or changing an idea that we had or something, you know, I didn't get the music until pretty late before the recording, which was fine because I think it then puts like spontaneity into it a bit because mm -hmm. you're just kind of like forced, you don't sit with it, like you said, your composer friends sit yeah, on their pieces yeah. for a long. you know, I don't, I didn't get the music like three, four months before and just like keep rehashing it and rehashing it and rehashing it, and rehashing it. it's just like it's fresh because you have it. Yeah. So true yeah. that you're almost forced to be like, ah, you just you just do it, you know? Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, and so putting putting the album together was a little bit like that, but I think that's probably why it sounds as brilliant as it does. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we worked with uh, composer Shane Mickelson on that mm. album. He's also conducting the orchestra for it. Um, his arrangements are amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, he did the orchestration and. Uh, but he and I worked on the violin parts together. Mm -hmm. He wrote them, and then we kind of like edited them. Yeah. Um, team, which was super fun, and uh, it was it was good to be able to do that with him. We did that in Utah, and um, you know, recording the music videos with Trevor was fun. And we did um, we found this really cool space in uh, event space in Utah, downtown Salt Lake City, mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. Film and we had videographer there. He's amazing. Nick Sales usually come up mm -hmm. and uh, photographer, and we just filmed from you know 5 p.m. to 2 in the morning. And nice. Yeah. Trevor says Trevor says that the um, video should <laughs> be dropping probably Friday morning. Ooh, exciting. Mm -hmm. It depends on some of the stuff about the album uh -huh, and streaming, uh -huh. but he says maybe Thursday or probably Friday morning. So definitely go, go follow up 92 Keys on YouTube and put on the bell. For them. Yeah. But, yeah, so that you see when our video goes live because I promise you guys, like, <laughs> we're excited. It, it's so awesome. Both of them are so awesome. Like, I cannot <laughs> wait for people to see them. Yay. They're going to be amazing. <laughs> It feels so, like it's going to be the most magical thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have um, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and God Rest You, Merry Gentlemen. Nice. I don't know which one he's putting up. <laughs> I guess we'll find out very soon, right? Well, Chloe, thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for coming to the show again, sharing your awesome, awesome upcoming album with us. And I realized I look like an elf because it's so dark in here. <laughs> You guys are watching live. Hello. 
<laughs> so we're so excited for the video. We're so excited to actually get this goal to a million views on Dance Macabre. So guys, go ahead to Chloe's YouTube, type in Chloe Trevor, Dance Macabre, Chloe Trevor Violin, Dance Macabre. It's honestly the first video that comes out right now because it's getting so much action on it. And we're, we're working our best. We're sharing. We're sharing. I'm sharing daily. <laughs> I'm sharing on my Facebook and yeah, people love it. It's getting quite a few views on my Facebook as well. <laughs> so go ahead guys, if you can, share the link, send it to your friends, just like, you know, write up a story about it in your posts and awesome, that's it. So we can do this. If we team up, we can do anything. That's kind of the power of social media, the power of connection, right? I like to quote uh, Drew Ford, that Viola kid, who on his interview with us said, it's all about connection. People often forget that. But if we use the connection wisely, then we can achieve anything. We can go viral. We can get the next album released. We can do this, right? <laughs> so thank you so much, Chloe. We're going to close with playing one of our other songs on the yep. album, Carol of the Bells, one of my favorites. So here we go. Have an amazing day, and we'll see you back. Yes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Here we go.